Welcome to the Viterbo University Campus Ministry Podcast. My name is Emilio Alvarez, Director of Campus Ministry here at Viterbo University. This podcast is completely new, and we're excited about where it will go. As we journey together through this pilgrimage of life, we hope to present to you and everyone listening a variety of opportunities, programs, stories, from daily updates of campus ministry, moments of reflection on the scriptures, or the real-life stories of people like you and me sharing God's goodness and seeing how God, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus are working in our lives. We kick off our very first podcast during Catholic Sisters Week, March 8th through the 12th, and we have our very own Emily Dykeman, Professor of Religious Studies and Theology here at Viterbo University to guide us on our first journey. She has invited several Franciscan sisters of perpetual adoration to tell us more about their own stories, why Viterbo is so important, and what they want you to know about being a Catholic Franciscan sister. And without further ado, here's part one of our Catholic Sisters Week series, Getting to Know FSPA. As part of National Catholic Sisters Week, we are going to be interviewing some of the Franciscan Sisters of Perpetual Adoration to talk about um, their own experience of religious life and what those communities might be able to speak to our world today. So today I am joined by Sister Eileen McKenzie. Um, and Sister Eileen, would you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I am currently serving uh, the Franciscan Sisters of Perpetual Adoration um, in the leadership role. I'm, I'm the president of the congregation and I serve on a team of five. Uh, before that, um, I was coordinating integrative therapies of lacrosse, which was um, a, a collective of practitioners of different integrative therapies who tried to make uh, the therapies accessible and affordable to folks who usually wouldn't be able to, um, you know, to get those types of services. And my kind of specialty in that was that I had a community acupuncture clinic. So I have a, a degree in traditional Asian medicine, a background in nursing, and um, just a real bend towards social justice and different models of delivering care. And so, um, so I was able to serve in the congregation in that way. I'm uh, currently living in La Crosse, Wisconsin, but originally my roots are in Southern California. I met the Franciscan, Spiritual the Franciscan Spirituality Center. I didn't meet them, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> I met the Franciscan Sisters of Perpetual Adoration when I was living in Africa, and uh, they started to collaborate with the tertiary sisters of St. Francis there. So um, I'm a bit of, of um, I don't know, I've, I've got a background with a lot of different places in it, and I really resonate with St. Francis, who said that the world is my monastery, and I just follow that to the T because it's, uh, it's so diverse. But here I am in La Crosse, La, La Crosse, Wisconsin right now talking with you. Yeah, wonderful. How many years have you been a member of the community? I joined in uh, 1999 is when I actually landed in La Crosse. So uh, about 21, 22 now, right? 21, 22. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So I, I have a couple of questions I wanted to ask you about um, this life that you live. Um, the first, you you dabbled a little bit in it um, about how you met the Franciscan sisters, but what drew you into community and joining the FSPA? Yes, well, I 
I was immediately attracted to um, just that they were real. <laughs> um, I, I didn't feel that I had to be very holy around them. I felt like I could be myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever that means. Um, you know, they, they were just so down to earth and I felt like, um, like I could be myself with them, which was a big attractor. I had been discerning religious life for a couple of years up to that point and felt, you know, called to look into, um, into a couple of different congregations very, very strongly. And I was, um, but there was just something about, um, a familiarity almost that I felt with the sisters that I wanted to explore more. And so in that exploration, I recognized that um, they just were doing, I thought, exciting things with a lot of life and joy. You know, they were engaged with, um, you know, the traditional um, ministries that you think of with the Catholic sisters, which would be education and healthcare. Um, but they were also doing things with social justice, and they were doing things in um, you know, in spirituality centers and they had massage therapists and they had some other, um, some other ministries that I didn't usually associate with sisters. Mm -hmm. And that was intriguing to me, but what really, what really pulled it all together was the perpetual adoration there, the, the groundedness and the charism of perpetual adoration attracted me in a way that was completely mysterious. It continues to be mysterious but it's it's kind of the the root i think of my vocation as an fspa yeah that's beautiful i like i like how you said that <laughs> that's beautiful um i'm curious um i know that your relationship to viterbo has been somewhat tangential but if you think about viterbo as um an institution in this community what do you think is important about viterbo yeah. viterbo is part of our family <laughs> You know, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's got its, its historical roots with FSPA. Viterbo was created so that the sisters could actually expand in their professional capacities to meet the needs of the times as they were emerging in La Crosse and outside of La Crosse. So, you know, at, at the time where Viterbo was started, sisters could go out without any particular training at that point, say, in, in, as, as educators and then later as nurses. But Viterbo was founded with a recognition that there ne- needs to be some sort of um, professional educational criteria, some training. Um, and that changes over the years and with time. And mm-hmm. so the what I think is so important about Viterbo is that it is a Franciscan institution. It's just, it, it, it's got the vibe of Franciscanism and um, it intersects with professional training um, in a way that's really unique, not only to this area, I think, but, but as, a, as, a, as a, a higher level, you know, educational system. It's, yeah. um, and, and the piece of community can't be overemphasized in that. So we have a Franciscan piece definitely have a professional piece, but there's a, a sense of community that is rooted in Franciscanism. It's, you know, it's, we're all in relationship and it cultivates that community and in such a beautiful way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that piece about relationship is such a key Franciscan element that keeps us together too, sisters and, yeah. and Viterbo. Yeah. And not only while you're at Viterbo, 
but you know, I, like you said, I, I didn't do my, um, you know, my bachelor's degree at Viterbo. I had, um, I did some of, 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 a, of a later degree um, in my nursing there, but I, I haven't had the experience, the deeper experience of Viterbo that has changed people that I have known in Franciscan worlds. And I, I'm thinking of, of um, you know, Scott Baseman, who is mm-hmm. um, an affiliate of ours and his aunt was Sister Margaret. And and the alum at Viterbo, you can just see that that um, that sense of community and belonging, right, is strong, right. And and that and that transcends, you know, the um, just the Viterbo alumni. That's got a, a, a nice little connection with FSPA. Yeah. yeah, there's there's some. I always think of a light, a light that sort of the the Viterbo community casts out into the community. I think it's just. Um, I think it's the best way for me to imagine what that looks like, those connections. Yeah. My last question for you. Um, what would you want students to know about life as a Catholic sister? Well, first of all, any stereotype you have, throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> My stereotype was um, was uh, no light, you know, kind of like, well, first of all, you had to dress in black and white from, you know, head to toe. And they really had no life, you know, mm-hmm. and whatever life they had, it was spent in prayer, which was, which bordered on boring. Okay. And I'm just going to be um, a little, maybe disrespectful. <laughs> I don't mean to be, but that was a stereotype that I held before I actually started engaging with sisters and recognized that, um, we have very full lives and I don't care what age you are, um, the, the life of a Catholic sister is just full. It's, it's an abundant life. It's not necessarily an easy life, um, but it is, it's, it's a a gorgeous life. I'd like to say if that's a calling, you know, if that's what you're called to, um, it's dynamic and it kind of defies any particular, um, border or boundary, right? So we are, um, certainly we are teachers, uh, and we are nurses. We're in healthcare, but we're also, um, you know, we're also pastoral ministers, and we're lawyers, and we're accountants, and we're soup kitchen volunteers, and we're community organizers, and we're chaplains, and we're acupuncturists, and we're theologians, and we're singers. <laughs> you know, we're dancers and writers, and so um, how we engage in loving the world and serving it is just as varied as each, as each sister is. Um, and the beauty of it is that it, it's, um, it's lived in, in a, in a vowed life. Uh, you know, we vow, um, poverty, chastity, and obedience. Um, it, it's, it's a vowed life that's committed to love and service in a way that um, kind of blows my mind all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's important for for people to know. Yeah. So you use the word abundance to talk about what your life is like. Can you can you expand on that a little bit? What do you mean by abundance? Mm. You know, the funny thing about the abundance of it is it's a bit of a paradox because if anyone thinks about the vows, and I did when I first started to say, what does a vowed life mean, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So if I were to get married, it means, okay, look, I'm committed to one, so I can't 
have others, right? So that's what mm -hmm. that is. And so with the vows of poverty, chastity, obedience, that means I can't have money. I can't have a partner or partners, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and I have to obey the rules all the time. And so the paradox <laughs> in that and the depth in it is that by, um, by vowing in this way, as I vowed not to partner with one person in particular, um, it opens me up to love more abundantly. You know? mm -hmm. As I vowed to obey, it's not one person that I am vowing to obey or one set of rules. It's how I respond to the call of God, which all, which can put me at odds to what some would think would be an obedient lifestyle, you know, um, questioning laws, questioning, questioning rules and regulations and um, the, the abundance of, of actually, you know, living a simple life and knowing how much you have when you refuse to buy into needing to buy into everything. So it's, it's a bit of a paradox, but it is, it's, it's abundant. And, um, you know, I've got, now I've got about 200 sisters and those are just the ones that are FSPAs. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't count, you know, all the brothers and sisters that I have because this lifestyle calls us to, to live like that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's well, I abundance. Think, yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's beautiful. And I, I think that's a message we don't often hear, um, the value of that. Um, so wonderful. Thank you very much for taking the time to chat with me today on these um, important questions. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for inviting. And it's just yeah. uh, lovely, to, lovely to connect with you, Emily. Thank awesome. You. Thank you. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for sticking with us until the very, very end. A big shout out to Emily Dykeman and Sister Eileen McKenzie and for sharing their conversation with us. Uh, great questions by Emily and great responses by Sister Eileen. Lots of stuff for us to think about and to reflect on. So if you'd like to hear more of these, remember that we're going to be releasing several more during this week, during this Catholic Sisters Week. If you want to hear about FSPA story, come back, like us, subscribe. You can go to our Viterbo University Campus Ministry YouTube page. And you'll find more content there as well. Until next time, peace and all good. My name's Emilio, and may God be with you always.